This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. We, we talked to a guest on my local show the other day about Hispanics and the, the term Hispanic and how it's meaningless, really. And this is important. I want to. I'll bring the rigged in with this coming up. Um, the word Hispanic. They say the media says that thirty-eight percent of Americans are Hispanic. Right, and because we talk about the demographics, like oh, the, we got the Hispanic vote, we got to worry about the Hispanic vote, and how are we going to appeal to Hispanics? Hispanics are going to take over the country. Blah blah blah. Thirty-eight percent of Americans are Hispanic, they say. But if you look at the census data on that, half of those people, half of those people, self-identify as white. And if you look at the the how they do this, it's you can be a white Hispanic or a non-white Hispanic. So, like, so what is Hispanic? So, okay, example, Vincente Fox, former president of Mexico. I remember him and Trump got in a little spat a couple weeks ago. Vincente Fox, his family is from Germany. The name Fox is German for like Fuse or Fuchs or Fuchs or something like that. So the president of Mexico is white. Former president, think about that. The former president of Mexico is a white guy. Huh? So it's all, it's very confusing. The takeaway is, this, this is what matters about this. And you can do some more research on that. It's, it's super confusing. This is the takeaway. The only reason that Hispanics are made out to be something different is so that they can be separated and turned into a voting block. Hispanic it, it really, I guess it's any, it's basically any Spanish speaking country, right? It, Hispanic, the word comes from España, which means Spain. So any Spanish speaking country is Hispanic, but someone who lives in the Dominican Republic is Hispanic. And so is someone who lives in Chile, right? But like they have nothing in common other than that. Right? <laughs> They're two totally different people, cultures, food, like everything. I like, so why do we lump them together with this term Hispanic? It's really a meaningless term. And again, only created to put people in a certain voting block. So Hispanics can be separated and then turned into a groupthink mentality, told how to act, who to vote for, how to think. If you really think about it, it is so weird to, to like appeal to Hispanics. It is such a broad group of people. It doesn't make any sense. Hispanics are as diverse as white people. They can come from Spain or Argentina or Cuba, very different places. That's as diverse as white people. But notice, no one talks about German Americans. Do you ever hear, have you ever heard a single candidate talk about appealing to the German American vote? 
the largest ethnic group in America is German Americans. 46 million German Americans, myself included. No one talks about how Trump or Hillary are going to appeal to the German vote or even what the German issues are. So then why do we talk about the Hispanic issues? Why are they, why are they that group expected to vote a certain way or believe certain things? So I did some research on German Americans. It turns out, first of all, when we first became a country, they were trying to figure out what language was going to be our official language. Some people wanted, a lot of people wanted English, obviously. Some people wanted uh, French. Some people wanted Hebrew. But the second closest, we almost were a German-speaking country because there were so many German immigrants here. Think about that. We were almost a German-speaking country. It was actually Noah Webster, Webster Dictionary, who argued and, and fought for English. A hundred years ago, so 1900, New York City had the third largest German population in the world behind Berlin and Vienna. And again, Germans are the largest ethnic group in America today. German, I mean, there, there's towns across the country that, that used to be exclusively German. Entire industries. Uh, beer, for instance. Pabst, Bush, Miller. These are all German immigrants. One reason why America didn't enter World War I for so long was because so many Germans here didn't want to go to war against Germany. And there were a lot of uh, uh, Germans who were accused of being spies during World War I in particular. Do you know 30 Germans were killed during World War I by anti-German mobs? Here in America, the music, Beethoven, Brahms, it was attacked. You, you couldn't listen to that anymore because it was German music. German books were banned. This wasn't that long ago. But think about it. Today, no one talks about the German vote. And I argue that that's because back then, German-Americans never wanted to be a protected class. And therefore, the government never categorized Germans as something different to be separated. The goal wasn't to be a different, distinct thing. It was to try and become more American. You know, back in the day, you didn't want to separate yourself from being white or being American. It's a better way of putting it. You didn't want to separate. You didn't want to discriminate. You wanted to discriminate yourself. You wanted to integrate. You didn't want to be known as something different. You were American. But today, it's all about being different. And part of it's our narcissistic culture and some other things. But it's all about your skin color. It's all about what language you speak. It's all about being black or Hispanic or and those are the big, you know, two main groups that people talk about. But gosh, we got to move past that. And I think the very first step to improve the economic conditions of black people and Hispanic people in particular, the very first step is stop putting people in groups and treating them differently. You know, in the past, when, when we would put people in groups, we'd treat them worse. That was the point. You put someone in a group so that you can treat them worse than you treat everyone else. But today we put people in groups and the government says they're going to treat that group better, but they still don't. You know, 50 years ago, the black teenage unemployment rate was under 10%. Black teenage unemployment rate under 10%. Now it's 50%. Why? Because they've been put in a distinct group and helped by, by the government. 
there's uh, some videos out there of Thomas Sowell doing an interview in uh, 1984 talking about different groups in America. And he said, in particular, oh, he wrote a book back that year, maybe called Race, Race in America, Race in Politics. I'll look it up in a second. And he talked about all different ethnic groups in America. And he said the Jews and the Chinese in particular stayed away from politics. And those two groups in America, the Jews and the Chinese, have improved their lot in America more than any other group. Precisely because they stayed away from politics. You know, today no one ever talks about quotas or equal representation for Asians in America or for Jews in America. These two groups did well because they stayed away from politics. They improved their skills and their education first and foremost. So Thomas Sowell's argument is that black and Hispanic people need to stop thinking that their success comes from political power. It won't. Yes, political power was necessary to stop Jim Crow and to bring in civil rights, but that's over. You're not going to get anything now from political power. It's now time to get back on track and focus on family and education. That will not come through government power. It's family and education, not a government thing. Focus on those first. Look at other groups in America that are doing well that we don't distinguish anymore. anymore. Irish, right? We don't, we don't talk about the Irish anymore, right? I mean, the Irish are horribly discriminated against. You see all these, you saw pictures of these signs that said Irish need not apply and all the rest. But the Irish didn't need to have specific laws written about them. There were no Dream Act laws about the Irish. We don't even think about it anymore. Irish, Germans, Eastern Europeans, Jews, Chinese, Japanese, no special laws, no special... Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. They just focused on their family and their education. And now we don't even... I don't think about it. Who who thinks about the Irish-American vote? Or the Chinese vote in America? Who who thinks that? uh, What what are are Japanese-Americans really looking for out of the candidate this election? Like... Do you know the wealthiest ethnic group in America? The wealthiest ethnic group. Top three. What do you think? What do you think number one is? Number one, Indian. Like the country. Two, Taiwan, Taiwanese. And three, Filipino. Are there any special laws for these groups? Any special privileges? How about this? Is there any political representation for these groups at all. Yeah, you may have a Filipino congressman. I don't even know if there is, but maybe there's a candidate on a city council or something from one of these ethnic groups, but that's it. Do you know of any Indian politicians? Indians, and maybe I should define wealthiest ethnic group. Indians, and I don't have it in front of me. I can look it up. Um, Highest average income of any ethnic group, Indians. And it's not even close. Do they have special, do they have politicians who have passed Indian, what, I don't even, like, no. Bobby Jindal's the one Indian politician I can think of. But there's no effort. There hasn't been an effort to, oh, we got to get a lot of Indian Americans in political power. Oh, we need more uh, Taiwanese people to, to represent Congress and really help other Taiwanese people. No, none of that. Just strengthening their family and getting an education. That's it. 
don't know, fascinating. I never, I never really thought about it uh, until recently. The word Hispanic is meaningless. It's really meaningless. It just means you, you, you have a heritage where people spoke Spanish. Like, so? What, <laughs> who cares? It's way too broad of a term to have any meaning. But that's all we're supposed to think about. And people who are Hispanic, you're supposed to think it's the same as every other Hispanic. And you're supposed to vote for these politicians because they're there to help you. No, no, no. It's never how that works. Mike Slater, Saturdays at 3 p.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website, powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-215-0465. That's 800-215-0465. 